amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Ava Jules. It feels so good to be here today because I have not recorded an episode in a while because I was traveling. All of them were pre-recorded, so it feels good to be back. Hello. How are you doing? Me being me in the fashion that I've been doing things recently, I'm literally recording this about 15 hours before this episode goes up. So this is current. This is pretty much in real time if you're listening to this when I post it. So I hope your November has been going well recently. I can't believe we're halfway through it already, which mm, doesn't sit well with me. I feel like November's already flying by and that like scares me because I love November and I love December. The holidays are so fun and I feel like it's just all gonna zoom by. So I'm trying to remain grounded and just enjoy each day because this time of year is so fun and I feel like I always look forward to it. I am so unwell that 2023 is coming up. That year doesn't even sound real. And the fact that 2030 is closer than 2013, right? That doesn't sit well with me. But anyway, before I spiral into like a little existential crisis live on the podcast, (laughs) A few days ago, I returned from my trip from Nashville and New York, which was so fun. I went to Nashville for Ellie's 21st birthday, which was, you know, I'm going to do a little recap. If I could explain it in one word or two words, it was beautiful chaos. Nashville during Halloween. I've never been there. That was my first time there. I don't think I've ever even been in the South before. So that was interesting, but it was so beautifully chaotic. So fun. We were there celebrating her birthday turning 21 which is obviously such a big deal and there were 15 girls (laughs) 15 ladies in this group which initially I was like um a little nervous (laughs) because I feel like usually in groups I tend to freak out and just get very overstimulated but I was so happily surprised and I went into this obviously just being super excited I wasn't nervous about that really badly or anything it was just like a thought in my head I was like wow that's a lot of different people that I haven't met before but I came out of that trip with so many new friends and it was so enjoyable we you know did the damn Tennessee Nashville thing and I think we did it right because I was recovering for about a week and a half after (laughs) so I guess we did a good job It's always hard being the person who like travels from Hawaii. Wherever you go from Hawaii, it's so far to get to there. The nearest place you can go other than like the other islands is California. That's the closest piece of land that you can get to. It's five hours away. I think I had about a 13 hour travel day to Nashville. And I remember vividly as soon as I got there, I called either Hannah or Ellie and I was like, hey, I'm here. And they come barreling around the corner (laughs) immediately. It was just chaos in the best way. I say chaos with like a positive connotation, you know. Um, But I was so excited to see them. It had been a while since we were all together. And immediately we go into the house. We're like, you know, super excited, screaming, catching up. And immediately it is just go, go, go. Which was just funny because obviously I was so 
unwell from that long travel day. It was a red eye and I didn't really sleep that that much. So hardly got any sleep. And suddenly, you know, it's time to rally. It was time to go. There was no time for the week, no time to rest because I think we were only there for about 36, 40 hours. So, you know, we had to make the most of our time. There wasn't any room for silence. So I get there, we get into this Airbnb and it was so fun in there. There were all these decorations. The theme was like Taylor Swift because Ellie is a huge Swifty girl. Her sister Erin is an event planner. So she just did the absolute best job. I got to meet a lot of Ellie's friends, which was really fun, make some new friends. And that night we went out, we went on a honky tonk little party bus. It's like this open party bus with an open bar and you are just like standing on this bus, you know, waving to random people as you drive down and the music's playing. You're having a good time. The theme for that night, because we were there during Halloween weekend, the theme was dressing up as an era of Taylor Swift and like dressing up as a music video. So I dressed up as the 22 music video, which was a great hit. I loved that outfit. And that night we went to this random club, had some fun there. (laughs) And I think we got home at about 3 a.m. Super great, super fun. My jet lag, don't know her. I don't know, I don't know how I rallied. Well, you'll see in a bit because you know my body caught up to me. But the next morning, woke up, had Ellie's breakfast brunch, found this random bar, found a mechanical bull to ride on, and that was something I've been dying to cross off my bucket list for so long. Riding a mechanical bull, mm. I can now say I've done that. And if I say so myself, I think I did a pretty good job. Then we went back, got ready. This was the Halloween night. So we had our costumes. I dressed up as a butterfly slash fairy slash angel. I don't really know what I was. I just had on a pair of wings, this cute little dress. I had butterfly clips in my ear and some cowgirl boots on. I don't know. If I'm going to be honest, I'm not usually a huge Halloween person. I've never really been one to get super excited about my costume or make any elaborate plans. So this was the first time in a super long time, if not ever, that I've had very exciting Halloween plans. And it was really fun. We went to this bar. We had a table there and that that was chaos. When I tell you, it was like sardines in a can, <laughs> shoulder to shoulder, which, you know, just it's, it was uh, an experience. I will say that. But the music was great. The vibes were great. We were all dancing around, having fun. And I couldn't ask for anything more. It was really fun seeing all the different costumes and... Being there for Halloween weekend was really fun. I had so much fun walking around Broadway, which is one of the main strips there. It's just pure country chaos. And I loved it. That was really cool to experience. So that was a new place that I went to that was really exciting. I think I went to bed at around 5 a.m. that night. So that's super good. Then the next morning I headed to New York because for me, I was like, I don't want to, you know, go all the way across the country just for 36 hours. I should make a trip out of it, see my family in New York, see my friends there and, you know, make it a little business trip. You write it off. You know, I'm getting content here. So it's perfect. As soon as I landed in New York, I felt like I was hit with this plague. And I I knew it was coming on because I had gotten basically no sleep over the last two nights, three nights, because I was traveling and, you know, it was just absolute mayhem. But I landed and I just got into bed (laughs) and woke up with the plague. And I have never felt like that before. So that was really interesting. That was Halloween day. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything today. Like, there's just no way. I just felt so tired and worn down and a little sick. And I was like, you know, this is, this is not it. (laughs) I had my fun in Nashville. It's catching up to me. At least, you know, 
it caught up to me now versus when I needed to be good. So that was a bit of a bummer, but I rallied and had so much fun in the city. I met up with my friends. I got to see my sister run the New York City Marathon, which was such a cool experience. I think there were 50,000 runners this year. She ran it last year and I didn't get to see that. And she's been super into running recently over the last year. And I was so excited to watch her. The energy was insane. If you've watched the New York City Marathon, it is just a huge event in the city and everyone comes together. You know, there's crowds screaming and you get to watch the runners and the energy was just crazy to me. It was just so inspiring seeing all the different types of people running. There were people who were blind, who had a guide with them, who were running the marathon. There were people who were in wheelchairs, who were riding, I guess. Well, you know, their arms must have been so tired. Like there was just so many different types of people. There were people who looked like they were in their 70s and 80s. And on the back of their shirts, their little bib said that this was their 35th year running it in a row. And it was just so inspiring to see all the different types of people, all the New Yorkers coming together to support the different signs that were being made, all the cheering. It was just so magical. I saw my sister run it and that was just the coolest thing I've ever seen. The energy in the crowd was just crazy and it inspired me. Did it inspire me enough to actually run a marathon myself? Absolutely not, but hey, you know, it was a great experience. I also had a really fun day with Lizzie, who is the girl I hired to help me with my personal stuff and podcast and Sunglow. And she is... I call her my creative assistant, but she kind of just does a whole bunch of random things. We work together and she lives in New Jersey. Obviously, I live in Hawaii, so we we have like a long distance work relationship going. And so we always, you know, talk on the phone, talk on Zoom and FaceTime and stuff, but we never get to do things together. So when I was in New York, we planned a day and we had a whole day of shooting Sunglow stuff, which was so much fun. We were gallivanting around the city, changing outfits, going to different locations, taking photos, taking film pics, taking videos, taking camcorder clips. It was so fun to do that together and... All of the content turned out so good. If you want to see it, you should definitely go on the Sunglow Instagram because we've been posting all the New York stuff. Also, I do want to say this before I forget. We have a 20% off of my brand right now through November 30th. 20% off if you use the code ALOHA20. You will get 20% off your order, which is something we don't do often at all or if not ever we never do sales so if you want something for the holidays if you wanted to check it out definitely go to the website and shop around if you want to treat yourself to a little gift treat someone else to a little gift we have a lot of cute things on the website right now and we restocked stuff from the first collection so we have the first collection stuff the second collection for 20% off and I wanted to make sure you guys knew in case you didn't already but that was a super fun day if you're like me and love stories, look no further than Audible for your audio entertainment. It's the home for stories told by the biggest stars like Ethan Hawke, Kerry Washington, and Kevin Hart. It's home to epic adventures, chilling mysteries, and can't-miss comedies. Audible is the home of storytelling. Let your imagination soar with audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. With Audible, no matter where you are, your imagination can run wild with the lives of celebrities, the journey to your best self, or true crime. Audible is the home of storytelling with all of your audio entertainment in one app. You can find the best of what you you love or something new to discover. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries and thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Members also get full access to a growing selection of included audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts you can download or stream our included titles all you want. And now you can listen to the On My Mind podcast on Audible, which means 
all of your favorite content on one app. I'm currently listening to Atomic Habits by James Clear. I loved it back in 2020 and I wanted to give myself a little refresher. So let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, or be entertained. New members can try it for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Ava or text Ava to 500-500. That's audible.com slash Ava or text Ava to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash Ava. Definitely go check it out. I got to spend a lot of quality time with my family, which I loved. Every time I'm in New York, I just have the absolute best time. And this one was definitely one for the books. The weather was so nice. I've never really gone in November. Usually I go in October. And it was funny because I was like, yes, like I'm going to be there for peak autumn weather. But, you know, there were different plans in store because I think three out of like the nine days that I was in the city, maybe, maybe more. It was 72, 73, 74, 75 degrees. And I'm like, why is it colder in Hawaii? <laughs> like why, what is going on? So that's kind of alarming. And it was weird because I packed all warm stuff. So I kind of, I wasn't really dressed appropriately, but there were a few days of really nice weather. I also got to go ice skating at Rockefeller Center. Come on, are you joking? That is just peak Christmas vibes. The Rockefeller tree wasn't there yet. I don't think they put it up until right after Thanksgiving, but it was all decorated and it's just been so cute seeing even here, like all the different little Christmas decorations that are coming out. And I don't know, sometimes that overwhelms me because I'm like, y'all, we haven't even done Thanksgiving yet, but you know, I also get it because I feel like coming soon, I need to decorate my apartment because this is going to be my first year having my own place to decorate. I don't think I'm going to go too crazy, but I definitely want to do a little something, something. So that'll be fun. I'll probably do that as like a little YouTube vlog because it's my first holiday season living alone with my own apartment to decorate for it. So that's going to be super fun. But yeah, I went ice skating. I haven't went ice skating since I went last year in New York in December because we don't have any ice rinks in Hawaii. And it's very upsetting because I love to ice skate and it's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really glad I got to do that. Anyway, that was basically my trips. Had so much fun. Now I'm really happy to be home. It's honestly been taking me such a long time to get back into the groove of things again. I feel like I got home almost exactly a week ago and only since yesterday have I been starting to like feel normal again just because the time change. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. That was the first time I've ever experienced a daylight savings change because Hawaii doesn't participate in that. So I've never experienced a time change and I've never been on the mainland when there has been a time change. So that was my first time experiencing one while being there, which was really cool. We gained an hour of sleep. I, I don't know how that works. I don't know why we do that. I don't, I don't understand like whose right is it to change time. I will never really understand that, but that was cool. That was really exciting. I was really, really excited about that. It doesn't take me much to uh, excite me these days. So anyway, that's my little trip recap. I have my New York vlog coming out this coming Sunday on my YouTube channel. So definitely stay tuned for that. I've been working on editing it because I had about an hour and a half of footage and I really wanted to make it cute. So I'm working on that right now and you guys can watch that vlog coming this Sunday. I didn't vlog Nashville. I know Ellie and Hannah did if you want to see what we were up to, but I didn't because I was like, you know what? It's just, I want to enjoy this. It's also not my birthday. So I didn't want to like vlog it. Speaking of birthdays, I just turned 22, <laughs> which I haven't even really internalized yet. And I know I haven't internalized it. Well, I'm either growing up and I'm done with the whole birthday motion thing, or I haven't internalized it yet because every birthday starting from a few years ago, I 
get thrown into oblivion and I'm just an emotional wreck. And I haven't gotten that way. I feel very at peace with it. I haven't really even realized that I'm 22, which 22 is just crazy to me because it sounds so much more adult than 21, but there hasn't been any roller coasters of emotions yet. So that's interesting. I definitely am going to do an episode. I think next week's episode is going to be life lessons I learned at 21 because I've been learning a lot recently and in these last few years, and I think it'd be fun to do an episode like that. So stay on the lookout for that. But basically for my little birthday recap, I had the best day. I usually, I don't really like my birth own birthday that much. It's funny. I love celebrating it for other people, but for me, I I don't know where that stems from. I think a part of me just never wants to get my hopes up. And I also don't really like to make a big deal about my birthday. I don't know why. I just never really have. I've never really had huge parties or, you know, had anything super elaborate planned. Even like my 21st birthday, I didn't really do anything crazy. I think I had like a spa day with my mom, which was perfect. And I loved that. But I've never been one to, you know, plan anything extravagant. But this birthday, I had a really good one and my friend took me on a booze cruise. So fun. I was definitely a little worried because, you know, your girl has motion sickness, sometimes seasickness. So I was like, frick, I don't know if I can do that. Am I going to yak all over this boat? I also have an extreme fear of throwing up. And I think that's, you know, a lot of it is just like my anxiety that will literally manifest into making me nauseous because I'm so scared of throwing up that any situation that could possibly have that happen I just freak out but it was actually great it was a little catamaran and it was all you can drink I had four Mai Tais which let me tell you I am like one and done two and I'm you know a little bit off the walls but I was like you know what let's pop off a little bit I drink four Mai Tais I was like you know what let's get our money's worth let's have some fun it was an hour and a half it launched off in Waikiki and it went around the island a little bit, like towards Diamond Head and stuff. If you are from here, you know what I'm talking about. But it was so fun. Made some friends on the boat. I had myself a nice little homemade birthday dinner that night, which was just so lovely and made me feel really special and grateful. So it was a very good birthday. Nothing too crazy. Just right. Just perfect. And just like that, I am now 22. I am two years into my 20s, which is freaking insane. And I just, this thought just popped into my head, but it's just crazy because I'm coming up on nine years of being on social media. On December 24th, I hit nine years. And it's just crazy because I think about it and I'm like, wow, I've literally grown up on the internet. At a certain point within the next two or three years, I'm going to have been on the internet more than half of my life, which is just nuts to me. So thanks for being here and tuning in and supporting and consuming my content and interacting with me and being such great people, such great friends. I feel like I just can't even say it enough how grateful I am that you're here. And I don't know, I get to do what I love because of all of you. So here's to more years of doing this dang thing. With that being said, I think we need to get into today's episode. I just haven't talked to you guys in a while. So I think we were a little bit overdue for the lengthy update, but I feel like we're pretty up to date now. Today's episode I'm especially excited about, it kind of stems from this trend that I saw on TikTok. I don't know if you're familiar with it, so I'll explain it, but it's the trend where basically you're like, me in January would not believe it if she saw that, and then you list all the different things that happened to you this year that you would never have been able to predict. 
And I saw this trend and so many people were like, I never would have predicted that this happened or that this crazy thing happened in my life. And I thought it'd be fun to talk about the things that have happened in my life this year that I could have never seen coming and how this is the year that I feel like has changed the entire course of my life. I think this year has been the year of the most change I've ever experienced and the most growth I've experienced up to this point. There's just been so many little things that have happened. And I think it'd be fun to talk about because me at the beginning of this year would be shocked if I told her, me in January, me who existed in January, if I told her all the things that are coming ahead, I would have laughed and been like, yeah, right. Because, you know, you have this idea of how your life is going to look for the next few months or your future. You kind of have an idea of what you think is going to happen. And then time passes and you look back and you're like, holy shit, nothing happened as planned. And that's okay. It's just kind of funny to think back because I remember so vividly thinking about what my year this year was going to look like. And it is nothing like I imagined in the best way. I'm really grateful for it. Obviously, everything happens the way it's meant to. And here we are today because of it. So I think that's definitely something to be celebrated because even though you can try and predict all you want, at the end of the day, life is going to take its course because you can only plan so much. Life is going to work itself out the way it's going to work itself out. You can only have so much more, you can only have so much control over your life. And I just think so many things are out of our control. And if you can let go of that and just let things be, things will happen the way they're meant to because that's just how life is. It's the gift giving time of year. And if you want to do it right, look no further than Uncommon Goods. I have been a fan of them for a few years now and I've gotten some of the coolest things from them. And because holiday season is literally around the corner, Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. One of my favorite things I've ever found on their site was a photo reel. It reminded me of my childhood and it had gone viral on the internet and I knew I had to have it. So I actually got it as a gift for someone and it was really cute because I added custom photos to it. It. Uncommon Goods has all that you could possibly want from art and jewelry to kitchen and home. Plus, when you shop with them, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses, which is amazing. With every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back a dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice, and they've donated more than two and a half million dollars to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com/mind. That's uncommongoods.com/mind for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. I'm going to jump off into the deep end (laughs) to start off this episode. The biggest thing that happened to me this year, well, at the beginning of this year, I moved out of my childhood home. I've been living alone for the first time, which has created mass amounts of change and growth in my life, which I'm so grateful for. And it's almost impossible to think about where I'd be now if I hadn't made that decision because I feel like my life right now is the way it is because of the decisions that led me here to move out, to live on my own and figure this whole adult life thing out. But the second biggest thing that happened to me this year, my three-year relationship ended. And I talked about this a few months ago that I was going through a breakup. And it's funny because I feel like I can talk about it now with so much peace and clarity because I've processed the emotions I've healed and I don't know, I feel like I can talk about it just really normally. So yeah, that happened. That changed the course of my life and it changed my life in so many ways that I never could have imagined. I'm not going to get into details too specifically here just because obviously I'm going to keep that private. But for me, getting out of that relationship, I have never learned so much about myself 
since then. And it's been such a beautiful journey of discovering what I like and what I don't like and realizing so many things. You realize so much after you get out of a relationship because when you're in a relationship, you're pretty tunnel vision on it and you don't really see it for what it is. You kind of see it with rose-colored glasses on because, you know, you love this person and you think you want to be with them. You're imagining a future with them. And so coming out of that, it was crazy because I just had so much self-growth and realizations that hit me and never more have I been so sure of what I want and what I need and what I desire and what I want in my own personal life, what I want in relationships in the future. It definitely sucked in the moment. It was one of the hardest things that happened to me this year. I had never really gone through that before and it was really scary to kind of go through that because when you go through something, you don't have experience with it. You just don't know how to handle it. And I really wasn't sure how to handle it. So in hindsight, that happening was the best thing to ever happen to me because I didn't realize how much that relationship was holding me back from other things and exploring myself more, figuring out what I truly genuinely want. I feel like sometimes when you're in a very, very long-term relationship, I know a lot of people think like this too, but you almost just feel like you owe it to yourself and to the person into the relationship to stay in it because you've already been together so long. And even if you're not super happy, you're like, well, I've already put in this much time. I might as well stick it out and just, you know, settle. And so now looking at the situation, obviously I see it in such a different light. I didn't realize how much I held myself back from doing things that I wanted to do because of this. And it's something that I am not going to let happen again. I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about my relationship. That's not what I'm doing. It was great for, you know, the time. And I'm really grateful for it. There's no bad blood there, but I almost convinced myself that I had to stay longer, even if I wasn't super happy because I had already put in so much time. And I saw a quote after the whole breakup happened. I saw a quote, whether it was like, and it was like, whether you've been together for two years or two days, if you decide that you want to stop, just stop now because, or just if you decide it's not what you want anymore, regardless of how much time you've put into it, you don't need to put any more time into it. Even if you've been together for years and years and years and, you know, suddenly it's not working, obviously it's different for every situation, but moral of the story, even if you've put in three, four, five years into a relationship, that doesn't mean that that's going to be your forever relationship. So I feel like all the things I learned from this whole experience is definitely going to help me in future relationships because I already have such a more clear idea of what I need, what I value, what I want out of a relationship. And I just wouldn't be where I am today on a personal level had that not happened. Did it suck in the moment? Absolutely. I felt just, it was horrible. I didn't know how to handle my emotions. I just felt sad and lonely all the time. I couldn't see a way out of it. And now here I am on the other side and I'm just like, Ava, everything's going to be okay. You know, you're going to come out of this and you're going to look back and be so happy that it happened. Obviously, you know, it takes time to get there. Some people longer or shorter than others. But honestly, that breakup changed the course of my life. But honestly, going through that changed the course of my life, obviously, because, you know, when you're in a relationship, you have this whole future plan together. And then when you break up, you're like, oh, shit, all those plans are down the drain. So now what? And so, you know, it's been fun to rebuild what my future is going to look like now, because obviously that's changed. The next thing that January me would be shocked at, she would be on the floor. I got my first tattoo. 
This was a post-breakup tattoo. The best part is that I got four more after that because I got addicted and I really want some more, but I'm not going to. <laughs> just not right now. Not right now. You know, I'm going to wait for my next existential crisis. That's when I'll say that. I'm just kidding. I just, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I got my first tattoo. I was on a trip in New York back in the summer after it had happened. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to dye my hair. I'm a hair virgin. I've never touched my hair with dye. It's never been colored. I'm not going to chop it because I really want to grow it out. And I know a lot of women post breakup do something crazy to their hair. I was like, you know what? Instead of something that I can change like that and will grow back and, you know, something I can dye back, let me do something a little more permanent and put some ink on my body that will probably be on there for the rest of my life. So in New York, I got a tattoo. I got a matching sister tattoo with obviously my sister and it's just funny. I know me earlier this year would be absolutely floored by that because I never thought I would get one. I never thought I would be the kind of person who would get a tattoo. I never thought I would have a desire to. And I was always like my opinions and my likes and my, what I like and what I would like as a tattoo changes month to month. And every time I've thought about it a few weeks later, I'm like, ew, let's no, I don't want that. I would have regretted that. <laughs> so I never could stick to one thing. And I just told myself, you know what? I'm so indecisive. There's just no way I'm ever going to get a tattoo. And now here I am. I have about five and even something as small as that. I don't even know if that's super small, but even something like that changed my life because it made me realize that sometimes you can't overthink things too much and you can't worry about what future you is always going to say, you know, in some situations. I can't worry about what 40-year-old me is going to think about these tattoos on myself because right now, 22-year-old me loves them. And if anything, you know, it'll be a scrapbook of my memories from my younger self. And I'm going to remember how I felt getting each of these tattoos, why I got them, who I was with, where I was, was in New York, was I in Hawaii when I got them. And I think it'll be a fun little scrapbook. This whole tattoo thing happened in my why not era. And I've never felt so willing to do things that maybe I wouldn't have normally. And so my why not era really changed my life. I was in it for about two, three months. It was fun. It was fresh. I was saying yes to so many things. And I don't think eras like that last forever. You know, I'm excited for it to come back again because I think I think it'll come back. I think she'll creep in again. But that was really great. And because it was the summer, because I was freshly single, I was freshly single going into a hot girl summer. Are you kidding? It kind of was the perfect timing <laughs> because I had not been an adult, not in a relationship because, you know, I was in one since I was 18 and I was 21, freshly single. And so I had myself my first hot girl summer and don't take that out of context. I wasn't going crazy, but I will say this was the first year that I've ever had like a fun fun summer because I didn't have anyone to you know it was just me I could do whatever I want and when I say hot girl summer what I mean by that is like I said I was saying yes to things I was making new friends I was going to new places I had not gone anywhere new in years I would kind of just go to the same places and never travel anywhere different and this summer there would be opportunities that came up and I said yes to them because I was like, you know what? This is my time to do things for me and try new things and be open to these. And so I went to Miami for the first time and I went to North Carolina for the first time. And in Miami, this definitely changed my life a little bit because I never thought I would do this, but I went to a club for the first time, 
which was quite the experience. I had so much fun. Personally, I don't think I could do that every single weekend because it really took the life out of me. And, you know, it took it took a lot to get me back on my feet again. But it was so fun to go. I had so fun, so much fun dancing, so much fun going with my friend. And that was an experience that definitely, you know, altered the course of my life a little bit because I was like, wow, I've never done this. And it just felt good to make decisions just for me. Because, you know, when you're in a relationship, it's a little bit different. And this is a whole different conversation. But obviously, I think in relationships, you obviously need to have your own independency. Is that a word? You have to have your own independence. I think it's really important to be with someone who lets you do what you want to do. And, you know, you have that like level of trust with each other where they don't hold you back from anything. But like I said, I think I did feel held back in a lot of ways. And so this was the first time that I was like, wow, the only person I need to report to is me and me says yes. This year also changed my life in a lot of ways because this was the first year that I pretty much only had me to rely on. And I mean that in so many different ways. One way, obviously I live alone and so I don't have someone that's taking care of me anymore and kind of holding me accountable. Like when I lived with my parents, obviously, you know, I had my parents there to help guide me and when I was sick, they would like take care of me and my mom loved to make dinner. So it was really jarring to live alone and figure out how to take care of myself in all different aspects like cooking for myself, keeping myself, you know, healthy and held accountable, doing these adult tasks that I need to do now that I moved out and live alone and have these bills. Learning to rely on myself has been so rewarding because there's obviously times where it's harder And there's times where maybe it gets a little lonely, but living alone has taught me so much. And I moved out at the beginning of this year, literally January 1st, I was moving into this new place. And I just cannot imagine where I would be if I hadn't, because obviously I see, because obviously I see where I am since I did, because obviously I see where I am because I did. For me, this has just been the year of finding my independence and really becoming my own woman, my own person, making decisions for myself for once, and learning how to truly be my own person, and navigate this whole growing up thing, because, you know, it's at a certain point in your life, there comes a time where you move out of your parents' house, and suddenly you decide where your life goes, you get to make decisions for yourself, and they no longer, you know, it it all becomes up to you, which can definitely seem scary, and sometimes it is, but something I've learned is you'll figure it out along the way. If there's one thing about you, if there's one thing about me, we're going to figure it out. We always do. We always will. It's funny because I remember at the beginning of this year, one of my goals for 2022 was to really find my independence. I remember writing that down somewhere. I have to find it. But I knew I was like, okay, I'm moving out. So I assume I'm going to find independence. Great. And it was crazy because looking back, I found independence in so many other ways where I didn't even think about. For example, when you're in a relationship for three years, you, you know, a part of you becomes dependent on the other person, which is normal and fine. Obviously, it can get a little extreme sometimes, so you have to be careful of that. But I definitely realized how much my relationship was a crutch for me after getting out of it because I was like, whoa, I'm relying on this person for like emotional support and stability and just like different things. And so getting out of that and having to take care of myself, being alone so much more made me find independence in a way that I never thought I would have to, which was the best thing to have for me. And I'm so glad I got to have that experience because even though it sucked having to go through that, 
once I, you know, went through it and figured it out, I just feel kind of unstoppable now with kind of unstoppable now with being independent and I have just found myself in a whole new way. And like I said, it's just funny because at the beginning of this year, I was like, I'm going to find independence this year because I'm moving out. Yet little did I know six months later, I'd be finding my independence because of another reason. And that kind of goes back to my point of you can never predict what's going to happen. Things are going to happen and you're never going to see them coming. That's just part of life. And you'll be where you'll, you'll be, you'll end up where you're meant to be. The last big change I want to talk about that changed my life this year was the fact that I have made some of the best friendships, some of my forever friends this year, because I, like I said, started saying yes to more. I put myself out there more and I've talked about it a lot in my podcast, but this was the year I really pushed myself to get out of my comfort zone. I used to experience a lot of social anxiety. Sometimes I still do, but this year I really wanted to make it a point to make more connections with people, focus on my female friendships and just connections around me. And that has just come to fruition so much. And I've never been so grateful for the people I have in my life. I just have the best friends ever. And that changed my life because before I was almost too, I was like independent in a way where I was like, I don't really need that many friends. Like, you know, I just have myself and that's fine. And I kind of went off the deep end there. And so now it's been interesting because I realized I can still be independent. I can still be an independent person, but you know, have amazing people in my life. And I feel like I was just making excuses for myself before of why I couldn't have a lot of friends, why I didn't, why I didn't want to. And it's just funny now because I feel so full of joy and happiness with the people that I have as friends. I think for me, this was definitely the year that I realized how important platonic friendships or platonic relationships are. Because when you think of relationships, usually when you think of relationships, you usually think of like romantic ones. And obviously romantic relationships are very important and valuable, but so are platonic ones because platonic ones are so much beautiful, so beautiful in a completely different way versus romantic relationships. And so the more you focus on those, just the better you'll feel having a good community around you can change your life and just it's so good for you so cultivating that this year has been amazing you know sometimes it's definitely hard to balance i feel like that's something i'm still trying to figure out of maintaining my own independence while still pouring into these friendships you know having a good healthy balance because i feel like sometimes with me once i do something i like go off into the deep end of it but it's been really good and I'm just feeling so grateful for all of these different things that have happened this year. Those are some of the main things that January me would be shocked to hear about. Realizing this and talking about this has been such a testament to me of you can only have so much figured out. Don't try to have everything figured out because it's typically not going to go exactly how you want, but it's going to end up how you need. So with that being said, this was the year that has changed my life and has changed the course of my life because of all these different things that have happened and I'm so grateful for it. Fun little challenge slash homework slash activity for you to do. Think about all the things that have happened in your life this year that January you would be floored at. Think about that. Let me know. Thank you for being here, for listening to all my thoughts and updates and that was everything on my mind.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.